Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the LOD Perspective with me, Mars Mayhem, and the mighty Tom Wild. Um, we've got a couple of pro uh, topics to go through this week. Um, not a lot, really. It has been quite a, a <laughs> week. It really, really, hasn't it? really has. It's been <laughs> a bit of a wet fart of a week. Yeah, it has been. So that's the other thing as well. What we're going to name this topic that'll come out of this show. Uh, wet parts in the running at the moment but <laughs> we'll have to see so um yeah i shall go first i think go ahead how my week has been so uh i've been working as usual um i have been playing outriders and i think we should talk about the outriders demo i don't know if you've managed to get i know it's not probably your cup of tea but as far as i know as far as i to be honest i haven't really been looking up into outriders too much it doesn't seem to be something that has captivated me so i haven't played the demo or anything else like that is it still available though yes it is so the one thing cool. i was not like i've seen a lot of there's been a couple of people who've been showing a lot about Outriders and, and whatever, and it didn't really grab my attention. I was just like, oh, this looks a bit lame and didn't really wasn't really interested in it. But then the demo came out and I thought, Do you know what, I'll, I'll give it a go. And I love it. Mm. And so there's two things that, that come from this. So you haven't pre um, have you? <laughs> Yes. I have. Oh my God. Oh no. I have pre ordered, ladies and gentlemen. So if it all goes to shit, I am really sorry. I am really you sorry. Have... I, I had to. I had to because I, I tell you what, I enjoyed it so much. Um, I see it, and this is, this is my idea. Because originally I was saying, oh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like anthem meets blah, 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 blah. but it's not. Um, it's gears. Oh, you've started mechanics. off with a good good note with for, me, for, my friend. For, well, well, hold on, you know, it's I'm for, for, for Stubbs. It's, it's for got that Gears mental thing. So if he's tried it, I want to know what his thoughts are on it. Um, it's got a Gears-esque kind of uh, way of playing mixed with Division 2. Or even kind of like, uh, well, I don't know how the open world, but the demo actually gives you that vibe of like, you know, Division 2. And gears have this little doom baby. It's mm. it's it's kind of got the destiny esque loop rate, no loop system. It's not the best. You're not the best thing. You should probably tell me about. No, but you, I don't mean it, it as in like I'm. I'm not saying it as in. The, I'm just saying is it's it's kind of. I know that there's going to be a little bit of a, a grind in it, but yeah. it's that whole. It's third person go round shoot you have some specific powers which is the 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 bit of the outrider um but it's mainly gunplay and um and then what you do is they do you know obviously that those that you kill have dropped so they give you clothing items up guns different things like that and you find crates you open crates and they give you stuff and you can you collect stuff so you can buy stuff from vendors and stuff like that so it's kind of more de division two with a with a sci-fi twist to it and the special abilities and i'm really really enjoying it and the multiplayer on it is seems pretty good i played it briefly last night as multi as a team yes. but leveling up and i know people have been playing the demo constantly um and i actually get legendary drops and that they've already done that if you play the demo if you do get the full game whatever progression you've made in the demo actually transfers over to the game as well oh not so, clearly if they didn't if they didn't have that they'll be up more for one well come on i mean like they they that I think that's a learning curve because a lot of them don't. So going back to like Anthem, they never did. They were supposed to progress 
Yeah. They said, oh, it did, and it was level. And then when I got there, I was like, no, it doesn't. It was, you never got anywhere near getting any of the other stuff. You were were just as it was. Um, oh. And a lot of places don't do that, do they? They just do the demos or the betas, and you play them, and then the game comes out, you've got to start from scratch. Uh, yes. You can start from scratch. So I've actually started four characters for all four areas. Like, uh, yeah. So I've been playing Outriders today. Um, that's on Outriders. You should yeah. try it. It is on GeForce now as well, apparently, and Stadia. Ooh. Ooh, Stadia, bro. Um, Talking yeah, of Stadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Before you go. No, no, of course. And you do I have need to, to do a correction. Do, 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 you need to do this. So go straight ahead, to, my friend. Hold my hands up. So this is the correction of the week. So last week I mentioned, obviously, that, um, you know, they got rid of the devs. It's not going to affect the games or whatever. Um, I looked into it a little bit further, and I found out a little thing, and some people know this, some people don't. Google Stadia actually bought out the developers who produced journey to savage planet so google actually own it oh um, the publishers ah. are still the same publishers and i found a little article and a little bit of information on the internet that says that while the game is broken google turned around and said speak to the publishers and the publisher turned around and said Meh. you need to speak to the developers go Obviously. back to stadia and stadia has gone yeah oh, we fuck we kind of got rid of them so we don't have anyone anymore so there is a broken game on stadia that will never get fixed because unless they rehire them devs they've got they've shot them they bought the the, the development team put absorbed them into google and then moved them off so i need to correct myself i'm sorry to those that listened i was incorrect google have uh, got rid of their development team which shouldn't affect games but it has I don't know how many other and, and the publishing companies they've actually sorry development companies they bought but i do know that one was absorbed by google so journey to the savage planet is a broken game on stadia oh, oh. how do you feel about that tom ah oh, and i was gonna claim that with my stadia pro yeah um damn i had no idea about that i mean obviously you had to correct it i mean fuck so as you said, unless they hire them again, there's no chance of that th- that that it's ever going to be fixed. And, and that's and that's what the uproar is at the moment is the fact that um, that people are saying you you've got rid of them, but you haven't even fixed the game. And they said, well, it's nothing to do with us. It's the publisher, and then the publisher have have come back and said, mm, no, really, <laughs> that doesn't make any needs, sense. The person who needs to fix it has to be the person who built it. it. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. us. Wow. So, so yeah, so I, I I am sorry to people for the incorrect information last week. Uh, I seem to do this every week anyway. So no, no, it might fine. become a it might become a theme. And then finally for my week, so I've been playing Outriders um, a lot um, when I've had the time. I haven't mm-hmm. played anything else apart from the Outriders demo because I loved it so much. Yes, I pre-ordered it. So there we go. Um, uh, I got some merch delivered. Yes, uh, for those because I'll make a nice little highlight of the apology slash correction uh slash merch plug look right now i will stop talking and you make a little noise so they can see what exactly you are wearing now contains coffee so i've had some uh merch made that's on the red bubble and i love this one so this is our podcast the lod perspective i love the fact that it was our first ever episode and i think that's quite cool on the t-shirt that it says contains coffee because i contain coffee a lot of it um yeah and I got this. Um, I also got some BG4G stuff as well, which I'll be wearing during streams and stuff. 
Um, but I just thought I'd plug. I'm loving this at the moment. I think yeah. it's really good. I love that. Okay, now be objective. Obviously, it's our logo and it's our mm -hmm. Redbubble shop. Objectively, what's the quality like on both the... Because I believe you bought a top as well, well a t-shirt with the bg4g logo yes. um i actually bought a three-layer mask as well with bg4g although it's in white which isn't really my color but it's really good and nicely done the print quality is lovely mm. and, and i think it's really really nicely done um yeah so and it's uh, i've placed it quite nice and they've printed it i've had no no issues with it. the colors are really good and yeah <sighs> you're uh, very you're very happy then i'm happy with the production of it yes so for this particular highlight on the YouTube section, as well as on the audio download, there is a link straight to our Redbubble shop, which does contain the LED Perspective logo on a multiple uh, variety of items, uh, as well a as the BG4. plethora of items. Oh, plethora. Did you, hear, did you um, hear that? A plethora of items contain the LED Perspective logo as well as the BG4G hub logo as well. So be a dear and buy something. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, no, no. It's I, I like it. It's good. Uh, the other thing is as well with this, with the uh, logo, with some of the hoodies, uh, this one, you can choose whether it's on the front or the back. I preferred it on the front on this one, but you can actually yeah. have it on the back if you want. Um, you can do that with the red bubble anyway. So you know, yeah, that's my week. What about you? Uh, which, by the way, I need to... On speak about merch, I need to add some of my own designs. I need to get my face up on there, the one which you made into a Twitch badge. Yeah, I was going to do that. I'll do it. I'll do a design for it. You sent me like a mock design of a bikini with my face on, which that I was thought, a bit. That was overly creepy. But what did Heather think of it? She said, "I am not fucking wearing that shit." <laughs> then it's going on the site. <laughs> Damn right it is. <laughs> oh man, could you imagine uh, you were on holiday somewhere? Like you decide to go to you decide to go somewhere like Florida, or whatever, and you're out on the keys. And suddenly this, you know, three or four like voluptuous ladies walk past and they're all got your face all over. <laughs> and you go, what <laughs> the hell? Oh man, that'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty, I mean, damn, it'd be pretty amazing. But um, let's face it, three voluptuous ladies are not walking past me and they are not wearing my face. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, no, that is some pretty swanky merch. And it comes across quite nicely, especially the uh, the print as well. That looks Yeah, the nice. print's lovely. It's, it's really well done. So yeah. um, I'm just here in my dressing gown, my classic dressing gown. I need to wear my silk robe one day, which I bought in Florida once. Um, anyway, my your face on it. No, no, no. I, I paid 100 American dollars for a silk, black silk robe with some like age. I think I got it from the China district in Epcot. Uh, like just some golden circles, and I just fell in love with it. It was either that or buy a katana. So I don't know. Would have been um, difficult to get the katana back into the country. Very much so. Mm. Um, anyway, my where are you hiding my... that? <laughs> I wonder where. <laughs> in your luggage week... suitcase, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, Asses aside, my week uh, consists of playing. Uh, I've, I haven't even played too much, to be honest. Um, I've been, I played that maquette, which is one of the one of the games for this month for the PlayStation Plus. It's the PlayStation 5 one. It's a puzzler. It's a very weird one. I'm doing a first impressions on it because I can't do a full-blown review because A, I'm shit at puzzles, and it took me two hours, and two, it, I swear to God, the whole damn thing broke on me, and I rage-quitted. <gasps> rage-quit? Yeah. I did. I had to rage quit. 
Uh, I played it yesterday for a few hours, and it's the first fucking level. Um, long story short, it's all about percep- percep- perception, key, keyhole over there. You got to try and aim it right and everything. Apparently, according to the walkthrough I looked at, the only walkthrough that was available at the time, <sighs> it just didn't work. It didn't work. I got a screenshot of the walkthrough which I used and as well as I recorded a video on my PlayStation and uploaded it to the YouTube channel BG4G, which I'm going to embed on the B- on my first impressions review. So people could see that the fucking game's uh, broken or not working. Uh, and I'm going to give it a nice little review. So I started that. Uh, I've been working on my hundred top favorite video games list again. Oh, nice. Uh, because ever since I did it a few years ago for the B- when BG4G started, uh, the amount of games I have played since then has just blown up. So a brand new games have come into come into fray, and a load of the games that were on that initial list are no longer there. Uh, so I've been working on that, and I think I've got about like ninety something. Um, and there's one which I'm probably going to have to remove one in a bit because, and I'll tell you all later along in the show, The Sims Four is no longer in part of the. Uh, in part of the 100 top favorite lists. But I'll get into that later on in the show. <laughs> uh, but no, my week's been all right. I've been looking at, uh, yeah, just looking at general stuff, really. <laughs> you know, boilers on the brink a little bit again. Getting new windows in Easter. Hooray. Uh, yellow roses. Mm. Anyway, enough about uh, my windows and ver- voils and curtains and boilers and all that shit. Let's get on with the LOD perspective, shall we? <laughs> we got well, we a kind show. of read already. It was with the Outriders oh, yeah. and whatever. You really should try it and join us. I, I know you're I, not a multiplayer. I know you're not a multiplayer person. I need, play I single know, player. I know I need but to. But I think you might try it. See, you might actually like it because like when we've played Wildlands and, and uh, love whatever Wildlands. it is. That's the thing. It's kind of, you can do it as a team. So it's slightly different. It's more like The Division, like I said, mm. but... You can do that. I enjoyed um, playing Fortnite the other night, so I will. I need to expand myself more of a multiplayer player. But yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we should jump straight into. I'm one of the clever people. Section this time oh, round. We'll right. start with that. Damn Mix right. Now, yeah. Why not? Why the bloody hell not? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. So for the I'm one of the clever people section. I apologize for that impression of you, Stubbs, if you ever do listen to this. Uh, it actually comes from my wife. Uh, and she, we were just reminiscing today uh, when we were doing our teeth. And I don't know how the hell we started talking about it. But we started talking about The Simpsons Hit and Run. And we were just reminiscing about all the game, you know, the, how much fun we had. And we were both children when that came out. And so she goes, well, what topics have you got tonight? And I was like, oh, well, to <laughs> because <laughs> you know, uh you know we're we're we're, we're well prepared before this <laughs> um no no we are uh and as you guys well why didn't you talk talk about some of your you know games from your childhood and everything you know i think you know when how they made you into the gamers that you are today any inf- any particular influences on you whether they helped you in a particular way or or you know they shaped you as a gamer or just anything really just just reminisce a little bit spend a few minutes talking about your childhood favorites so i thought you know what why not? I think it'd be a nice little thing and possibly start even a conversation going down, you know, within the group if they ever listen to this. Mm. Uh, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I've been thinking about my childhood games today. I mean, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I don't okay, know. I'll, I'll try it. So, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Any childhood games, like I think, right, one of the that, ones that sticks that in my up. memory the most, mm-hmm. other than is... the SNES, uh, Mortal Kombat and kicking your SNES. Yeah, let's not bring that up. It's my brother's birthday today, so I don't want to remind him because he's. Did you not buy him the SNES? No. Oh. No. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so one of the most so I remember playing on the Atari. My dad had one. They brought it home, and I used to play on it in the pong and. And we got the laser gun for it and all of that. Uh, subsequently, obviously, that's that's one of the things, isn't it? With the older retros, the old laser guns, they they don't work on LED, QLEDs and all of that lot. It, you need to CRT for it to work. So they're all dead and buried. Anyway, uh, that aside, oh. one of the most ones that sticks in my head, actually. So I played that for a while. Um, but I actually remember, and this is one of the ones that I remember, was... Uh, we were traveling. I was I was quite young, so I'm talking oh, around seven, eight, even up to ten, roughly. I don't know exactly how old I was. I just remember it. I remember it vividly. We were driving to go on the family holiday, which was probably to Cornwall or going to Wales to our family, um, and uh, we stopped off at a service station for a break, and uh, went into the service station. And uh, while they were grabbing food or doing whatever and filling petrol, um, I was taken to the little arcade centre that they had in the service station at the time. And while we were there killing some time there, I got to play on some games. And one of the games I played, and this was the only one I got time to play on, was Star Wars on the arcade, which was a proper, the original Star Wars, like, ah, uh, like uh, squadrons the- kind of thing that was first out, like the X-Wing thing. So one of the first ever arcades that come out, and I remember chucking a load, my dad chucked a load of money in and let me sit there for probably a good 45 minutes to an hour while they buggered off and then either a beer or, or whatever, just to kill time, just left me standing there playing games in some service station on, on the M6, I think. How old were you? <laughs> They're probably quite young. Go you forget, this get is, go this was the yeah, but this was the eighties, wasn't it? I don't give a shit in the eighties. Um, True. Yeah, so I remember playing that, and that's what kind of got me into the whole uh, arcadey side of things. Of I remember that, and that's what started. That's really what started my gaming. Because as soon as I'd done that, I really wanted to play it some more, and then I wanted to play some other bits. So then, when I got some other computers, like I had the Spectrum ZX eighty one. But I only ever played games on it. I never did any programming on it. It was just all there for uh, asteroids and um, and some other games that were there with the tape deck on the side, making the whole old fifty six k modem sounds. And I'd play that. And I think it was more obviously now you probably say it was ADHD, but it would absorb me completely for hours on end. And I think my dad thought it was a godsend, or even my mum probably thought it was a godsend that you plonk him in front of this little little CRT TV with his thingy. And then that was it. You didn't hear anything from me for hours. Um, And that's what got me into it. And then I kind of stopped for a while after the SNES incident. um, I kind of, I never got another one, I don't think. And then what it was obviously went off and started doing my career and going off and didn't really have time. So became a bit of a casual for a while. And then falling back into it was, and Stubbs will love this, it was Gears on the 360 really got me back in years of war got you back into gaming yeah yeah i'd been playing on and off but like um before i started doing more office jobs or whatever i did makeup so i was doing tv oh, God, and I films. The same. 
Yeah, so I did makeup. So I was always traveling. I never really get to play games because I'd be working godsend all these hours and I'd be over here for a thingy or I'd have to. I mean, the only time I ever got it was if I stopped at home when I was staying with my girlfriend and her family at the time. Um, they had a Mac upstairs. I didn't really have any console because I was never really there that often. Um, yeah. And I got to play um, Civilization. Oh, on I the love Mac. Civilization. I know. It was great. So I played Civilization now and then on, on the Mac when I got a chance because her dad was a graphic designer. So he used to play Civilization a lot. He loved it. Beautiful. Uh, and I was just reading. So yeah, I became a bit of a casual for a while. And then 360 come out um, and it came the gears and I played the gears and I fell in love with the way that the gears was was working and, and how it played. And I was like, oh my God, I absolutely have missed this. Now I'm stuck in a you know, the arsehole of nowhere and a dead end job. So back into it and it was just like head first into it. 360, then from the 360 got an elite straight away. Uh, you know, and then started doing that and got a limited edition gears version and all of this. And then that's what kind of rolled it. So that's kind of where it come from. It was the whole playing the arcades. And uh I said before Lewis got me the Atari Vault thing and I think that's got the old it had they mentioned the old Star Wars arcade on there because I think the same one. were the ones that really yeah the same one so uh, I, I played it again. I mean it's shockingly bad, but it's great fun as in retro. It literally just lines. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's that old. It's just literally like this little blue square in the middle, and then suddenly four X's, like white X's, come in front of you, and you're you're just doing this little dot in the middle. It's do 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 do, and that's it. And then you're like, oh okay. But to me, that was like, you know, <laughs> oh, of course, as a child, you know, I suppose even nowadays, really, I mean, if a game's that good, who cares about what the visuals and everything is? I mean, especially back then, I mean, that was probably revolutionary. I mean, I wasn't around in the 80s, shocker. Uh, I just yeah. did more arcades, and a lot of people talk about, you know, we were in the arcades when we were, you know, I went to the Johan Plaza, which was near where I grew up, and that was the Asian center. So it was kind of yeah. like all Japanese. Uh, it had like a big market that sold all the food. Um, it had a little shop that used to sell all of the, the figurines, and some of them obviously a bit figurines, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I bought My brother one. had a few of those, I think. I had one which was, um, which was a girl bending over. Um, in very like sultry lingerie, but then had chains linked to loads of different areas, and she was chained down. I um, think my brother had the same thing. Probably. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> so I had that, but then I used to go, the, and it was an arcade. It was kind of like I went to Trocadero and the arcade. Mm. So that whole transition, and like I said, I did that, and then Trocadero disappeared, and then yeah, I became yeah. an adult, an adult for a few years, and then it was like. I I missed I missed being a kid, so I've regressed I know. to being a full game. So that's yeah, that's that's kind of that's your childhood game. Well, yeah, it's, your the, childhood it's, games. it's kind of the Star Wars is the main one that kicked me off wow. and got me into it. Um, I love play. I loved playing um, RoboCop as well, but that yeah. was it. I love my sci-fi, so that kind of got me into. I can it. tell you like sci-fi since you pre-ordered Anthem all those. Yeah. Pre-ordered Anthem, pre-ordered Outriders, re-bought Gears of War again after you had it. Anyway, so that was actually a nice little collection. And, you know, I can never pinpoint you going casual, to be honest. Knowing the way I know you now, I just can't visualize you just being like, uh, yeah. It just completely fell off the charts. Like, I, I said I'm the king of fads, so I started learning different things. But because of my art background and obviously doing the makeup, it was just the 
I never got a chance. So it was like, why invest in a console when it would just sit there gathering dust? And it, mm. it I never really did bother. You know, did you get still, some new ones. Did you still want one though? Even though kind, you were yeah, I did. I did. I did want mm. one, but it was just there was no point in it. There was absolutely no point in it. Ah. Um, you know, I never. I really didn't have time. Like doing. You know, for example, just getting a call and saying, "Listen, we really need someone to come down and do this low-budget film. Can you do it for this amount of money?" Yeah, sure. How long's the set? Well, we're on set in Bournemouth for six weeks. Okay, so I'd have to hot skip it with all my kit down to Bournemouth, and and I'd be living in someone's living room or in a hotel. You know, and then back then you didn't really have. I had the Game Boys. I did have Game Boys. Yeah. Um, I gave them away stupidly. Um, when was that? That wasn't that long ago. It was probably about three years ago. I kind of had them sitting there gathering dust and sitting there, and I didn't know if they worked anymore. And one of my friends came around. He goes, oh, I love in the retro at the moment, and I wasn't really retro, retro, retro. And I said, um, oh, well, I'm just, I'm, mo- I'm going to be moving. So, yeah, have them. And he went, you sure? And I went, yeah, take them. And it was a pack, and I had a Game Boy Clear, Game Boy Advanced, Game Boy Color, and the original Game Boy, and it came. They were all in hard cases, all with the expansion packs, and they had the entire Pokemon collection across them all. So that included oh. platinum, gold, and I gave it all to him. And he oh. goes, "Do you know what, dude? This is awesome. Every single one of them works." <laughs> I was like, "Can I you... now?" Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't have space not... for them. Oh. I don't play them. Oh, that's not good. I've got an emulator on my PC. I've got all 1,488 Game Boy I games know, now. I know, but is this, to me, that's not the same. I know. It's not the same. You need the proper aesthetics. That's why, I mean, that's why I like to have, like, the Nintendo 64 and the Wii and the Spice. I got you could have had the entire, like, original setup collection. Oh, I could. even had the Game Boy Lite. You know, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the clip-on with the... Ex- so the, the, the magnifying glass to make the screen bigger oh with a little God. backlight on it. And that was still working, apparently. He, he loved all of it. Oh, I'm dude. sure he did. He's probably, he's probably sold them on now. I don't know. No, oh. I think he would have kept them. But you still yeah. friends with him? I haven't spoken to him in a while, but yeah, I'm still friends with him. Oh, there you go. Now, good opportunity to rekindle your old friendship. Hi, do you still have those things? Can I have them back now, please? Thanks. Yeah. Oh, I only loaned them to you. I think you misunderstood when I said, here, have them. They were <laughs> yeah, I was loan. moving. I was moving. You know, I needed someone to take good care of them. And now you've done it. And now I've settled. Please, can I have them back? <laughs> oh, what about you? Anyway, come on in. Me? Okay, fine. Childhood games. Uh, oof. I had a list on my phone and I've forgotten them all now. And I don't want to go back because I want it to be fully natural. Um, Obviously, Simpsons Hit and Run. That's something which, uh, obviously, something I fell in love with. I, I've always been a fan of Simpsons, even though it's gone downhill when you compare it to the older seasons. I still love it. And Simpsons Hit and Run is just a fantastic game for me. Of I course, think I picked I am... it up recently myself from uh, eBay for the 360 when I was going to start 360. Oh. Simpsons game. Mm. Uh, I still haven't played the Simpsons game. I got on the PlayStation 2 somewhere around here, but uh, no, the Simpsons didn't run. One of my favorites. Definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Another thing, of course, is the bunch of the WWE slash wrestling games that I used to love. I'm a wrestling fan. Everyone knows I'm a wrestling fan. And those games got me into wrestling. Yes, I nearly broke my my nephew, my cousin's neck a few times. And you almost broke mine. No, of course we have. Haven't we all? We've all done it. childhood I almost killed my sister having her in um, uh, a kind of a leg lock mm. um, and a choke hold. And I've done the same with my brother. 
I was big into wrestling, and so we were. So we mess around, but sometimes it would be actually we would use wrestling moves to actually fight. So Oof. haven't we all? I've never had an actual fight. Put my hand up and say that. My dad but, even said, like he's had the same thing. It must be a a thingy of like a rite of passage. Because mm. he said that um, one of his was because uh, he used to watch the original British wrestling. Ooh, like long, Big long Daddy, John Big Haystacks. Daddy was yeah. like, yeah, they used to. They were later on in the years, but when my dad was growing up, obviously there was wrestling around, and it was it was there. Um, and he said he him and his friend he almost paralyzed his best friend permanently because there's a move that they'd learn, which is where you sit. And they do this thing where you sit, obviously, like you're dazed and you're upright, and then they come and run and they flip, grab oh, yeah. the back of your head and slam you into your own knees. Yeah. So yeah. he basically did that. But obviously, they didn't realize that well, you're supposed to have your knees bent because if you have your knees straight, you literally fold like a deck chair and separate your spine from your hip. And he did it to his friend. And his friend oh. was in hospital, like serious, like. But luckily, hadn't made any permanent damage, but really did actually put him in a wheelchair for quite a while. So, yeah, it's a right passage. Sorry, carry on. Wow. Um, of course, there's those type of games which, you know, made me into like the wrestling fan, the combat kind of fan. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's because I've been so hell bent on having the wrestling moves, wrestling moves, wrestling games that, you know, normal combat just doesn't kind of do it for me. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. Combat was never really much of a thing. But there's one particular game which I absolutely love and if i'm going like childhood not teenage years not youth but childhood um there is a game for the playstation 2 which i still got i i don't know how where it went my original copy but i bought it on ebay for like 9p plus one pound shop uh, shopping shipping bastards um yeah good old ebay um no it's something called and i don't know if you know this one because i think it's bigger in japan than it was in america and europe it's called road trip adventures no, I'm not aware of that one. I, I, I it's mm. fantastic. It's it's going to be on one of my hundred top lists. <gasps> um, Interested to see. I know, and I can't. And this is another reason why I want one of those um, play, backwards compatible PlayStation Three, so I can actually plug in all my classic games and and showcase them. Because Road Trip Adventure, as well, is one of the ones which I feel is just majorly underrated. If I had to do a list of underrated games, I'll be like up there. Um, long story short, it's an open world exploration and the and you go to like city to city it's all connected through like massive highways and everything and you practically go on a road trip from location to location and once you get to location you complete all these kind of like the local grand like local races as well as their side quests like heck you gotta find the the kidnapped princess who's kidnapped underneath the moat don't ask me how but yeah but the best thing is is that yes is i mean i love exploration that's why i like wildlands that's why i like fallout because you can go out and explore i love fallout oh, i mean if i had to, if i if i had to go for my like my top youth slash teenage years fallout up there uh probably the top to be honest probably next to far cry it, anyway it, it it caused uh for me fallout fallout 3 was um one of the reasons for a breakup in a relationship dude oh dear <laughs> because i said something in anger <laughs> <clears throat> what did you, i'm not even gonna ask because it's not, that... it was one of the leads down the line but i'll say it i actually like guys at the warehouse where i was working at the time turned around and said they wanted to put a statue up because they knew my partner at the time and knew how 
um how oh man this shit got personal pers- yeah how 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 strong-willed she could be, have been and that's I probably one of the nicest ways you true. put it yeah, yeah yeah um so she comes in to have an argument with me and i'm playing fallout 3 and i literally just said fuck off i'm playing fallout 3 <laughs> she didn't know how to react and she walked out <laughs> my best friend knew her for ages and my best friend worked with me and he turned around and turned around and said did you really say that and i went how do you know then and she went because obviously she's going mental at his partner who's her friend and telling her what you said and i went oh shit and he went so high five (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe you did that high five so anyway yeah fallout is one of my favorite games fantastic fantastic um, but yeah, anyway, going back to uh, road trip adventures, you are doing a road trip, and there is a tiny little bit of story. The story's weak as anything. Long story short, the president of this of this country, which you know is connected, which you know hosts all these cities and everything, he's given up, and he's going to no. Whoever wins the the massive Grand Prix will become the next president of this fictional land, right? Um, and that's where the races come in, and you got to complete each one in order to advance to the to the ultimate one. I never got there, but the best thing is, though, is that, yes, it's exploration, but you don't, the, your character is the car. You, you don't get out of the car, your character is a car, and everyone is a car, and all cars talk to each other. And it's just fantastic. There's no voice acting. It's literally just like a series of clicks, like, you know, flashlights, like. So that's, that's, that's my car saying hello to the, to the car in Asia town. And then all of a sudden I go through the city into like this tropical island. It's fantastic. I need to get a PlayStation so I can show everybody how phenomenal this is. Is it a PS1 or PS2? PS2. I mean, I've got a PS2, so I might see if I can get hold of a copy. It's, I mean, I I know I got one of the older, somewhere around here, one of the old like um, Scartlead recorders. So I can record it from my PlayStation 2. But it's just last time I did that, my PlayStation 2 was like taking the, I don't know why, it was making a weird sound. And I'm kind of a bit skeptical to reboot my PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's just a fantastic game. It's exploring, exp- you could explore. There's so many cast of characters, the varieties of worlds is just fabulous, and it's perfect for kids and it's challenging as well. And there's upgrades as well. You can have jet engines, you can have fucking hell, you can even make a car fly around the bloody courses and everything. But long story short, that's probably one of my best ones. And I highly, highly recommend everybody to go out of their way to go and have a look. At road trip adventures i think there's someone on youtube who does like a whole four hour video where he goes through the whole places and goes into every home and it's just phenomenal i need i need because i want to do streaming again i need to get that back mm. which i plan on doing but uh yeah that's probably probably the one which stands out as well as like the you know, wrestling the simpsons hit and run there's probably more i mean jesus christ Yu-Gi-Oh. i don't you know i know everyone loves pokemon i've always been a Yu-Gi-Oh type of player um, I don't, you know, I used to have the collection of cards, never fucking went into a battle or anything, but no, the games themselves, the PlayStation 1 and 2, another childhood favorites of mine, another one which I need to stream and showcase a little bit more, but yeah, no, fantastic, and I think childhood for me was evolved around games, and it's kind of made me into some sort of weird nutcase that I am today. <laughs> but yeah. Perfect. We are perfect. There were, there were there were obviously like I said there were, were games in between but just there not were. as much really for me anyway for the Fallout and yeah Fallout and Gears were the ones that really threw me in like I was so proud like when when I got the Fallout three and I said I've I've done it and I've done all of the DLC that came out afterwards as well 
for Fallout 3. I did all of it. Did you uh, feel empty? Mothership, every, yeah, I did actually. And it was like uh, I'd, I'd done over 180 hours in the game at the time. And it was kind of like now 180 hours doesn't actually seem like that much anymore when you get some games that are ongoing. Like God knows how much I've done in Destiny and stuff like that. But yeah, I was like, oh, I've done 180, 85 hours in, in, you know, and, and done Fallout 3 and done all the DLC. And it's weird know. thing that that game's over a decade old. I know. That's scary. My brother's my favorite it. one out of all of them. I know probably yours is Vegas, isn't it? How do you know that mine's ah, New Vegas? That one seems to New Vegas seems to be the favorite one. But I actually liked Fallout Three because one, I was a bit of a hoarder, so I loved hoarding all of the crap that you'd pick up in the game. Ah. Two, the Liam Neeson being the voice of your dad. True. Um, the story of three, your dad. The story. the story of your dad. Yeah, I thought the story of the dad really hit home for me. And the double ending. You had the choice at the mm -hmm, end. You that did. Changed. And that was one of the things that got me as well. I was like, oh my God, I can actually play this bit again and, and do that. And mm -hmm. and like um, Uncle, whatever his name is, the the super mutant that would just randomly turn up when you're walking the wastelands. I remember. Yeah, fuck me. It's been ages since I've seen him. Yeah, exactly. Oh so God. I just loved everything about it. And I just preferred that one more because it seemed to get more intricate or more things were thrown in, which I wasn't. Mm. I wasn't comfortable with. I was like, this no. is mine. I like this game. Why is the new one not the same? No, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Oops. I, I, new Vegas. I'll be quick. And I've always said this multiple times. The setting is what can really make or break a game for me. And I've always loved Las Vegas. Never been. I've always wanted to go. Maybe, heck, if we get big enough <laughs> LOD perspective live from New Vegas. New Vegas, Las Vegas. Uh <laughs> New Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the megaton's gone off. We're oh, in God. New Vegas. <laughs> mm. uh, ooh. Yeah, no, so I've always loved the setting of Las Vegas slash New Vegas, and I've always wanted to go, and I've always loved that the desert of the Mojave Desert, rather than the Mojave Wasteland, rather than the Capital Wasteland. I've always enjoyed the saying more. Um, but don't get me wrong, if I had to go for the better story, Jesus Christ, Fallout 3, hands down. Mm. Hands down. Hands down. I've still yet to play Fallout 1 and 2 fully. So there's still that. Playing. Yeah, I mean, the um, I've been to Vegas. So quite a few times, actually, up until a good, well, it will be four years now. I haven't, obviously, but I used to go every year I for a number of years, every year. And at one stage, I was like having a mass blowout. I made a little bit of money. Let's have a mass blowout and go to Vegas. And I went to Vegas for two whole weeks. So a whole 14 day stint. And people are going, you're crazy. No one really wants to stay in Vegas more than three to five days. And I'm like, I'm there for two whole weeks. It's like, what are you doing when you're out there? Well, I'm going everywhere. And I did that. So, mm. yeah, I've been to Vegas. So it doesn't, I don't know, the, the new Vegas never gripped me as much, even though I'm a big Vegas fan. I was just kind of like, me, I don't know. So, yeah, Fallout 3. Before we continue, because, damn, we've only got an hour left. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, a this whole is, hour. I know. Uh, before we go, uh, I got a tale from the factory, which involves Vegas, but I cannot tell you because, in my view, it's just too bad for me to tell publicly. Fucking no. So off camera, I need to do it. And plus, I've also started writing down a bunch of other tales from the factories. I think it's going to be at least like an hour show, if not a little bit more. So what are you going <laughs> to call it? Tales from the factory or from beyond the pottery? <laughs> oh fuck! Did, did I ever tell people I work at a pottery factory? <laughs> no, I have now. <laughs> fuck! I was trying to keep everything a secret. Uh, I'll probably just tell us from the factory. To be honest, the just, factory. Yeah, I might have that as a as a as a members exclusive or some sort because 
some of them are just a bit well rare. i know you've already said something but you've got a new one to tell me after the show so i do and i just out... hope it gets released in the oh. tales from the factory it may be not possible or it will have a you know you know viewer discretion is advised warning before mm-hmm. and i found out another tale today which i wrote down from johnny wet rags which if you want to know about the johnny wet rags uh, you you gotta tune in soon hit just, that subscribe just, button. yeah hit that subscribe button just to understand that someone with the name of johnny wet rags and i can imagine which which way that goes anyway carry on yes anyway so the next topic we just so here, barrel through this. <laughs> well, we're moving swiftly on. Oh, um, <laughs> well, okay. So the, the the one of the one of the biggies, mm-hmm. one of the biggies that came out actually uh, was it yesterday or the day before? So this is Wednesday. So this week, um, Epic or Mediatonic, and, and Mediatonic are the guys who created the Fall Guys game, which is phenomenal. What do you think of Epic buying them? And by the way, this is just before. If you've noticed recently, they were bouncing out a load of stuff about it not uh, about it going on to Xbox because everyone's waiting for it to go on Xbox, aren't they? Why is it not on Xbox? Why is it not? It was, it was, I think it was a timed exclusive they, for well, they must PlayStation have. console. And obviously PC got it anyway because it was a PC game. So I think it was this timed and now it's being released for um for xbox or it's coming soon and well, just it's, before it's going to be released epic turn around and go we bought it oh they're going to release it anyway they are, they're, they're... i'm not saying they're going to stop it what i'm saying sorry, is... i thought i heard a ufo oh no it's a plane sorry no it's that sound um fuck me this is one weird show isn't it paul <laughs> what the fact that you believe in ufos or that you thought there was one happening to fly over your house my... right now you know, I I used I once thought I saw a UFO. Did you know what it was? So no. technically, if you didn't know what it was, it's an unidentified flying object. Holy shit! UFO. Then technically, I am right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, four guys. No, I pick on obviously as we said about the whole last week with PlayStation and consoles and everything and platform and everyone's going. Mm, but it's business. They're obviously gonna they're obviously gonna bring it over to Xbox. I don't I I don't I'll be able I'll, I'll admit I don't know much about this i haven't researched it i'm not going to make myself look like a total ass like i did two shows ago um as a mute button yeah oh oh um, anyway uh no i mean i i, I mean for me it doesn't bother me personally because when it came out it came out as a timed exclusive way back in september for playstation and i think that was obviously when it came yeah that came out was for the pc as well um PlayStation Plus exclusive. I got it, and I still got it to this day, and it's probably one of my favorite games of 2020. So it doesn't affect me personally. I don't know in what way this is going to affect it, in all honesty. Maybe you know more about this. I don't think it's going to affect it at all. I just think it's great timing, isn't it? Epic just announced that they're doing it before it's released on another console and then becomes fully open for multiplayer. Um and uh, my only my only concern is obviously what does epic do with it like are they going to keep it the same will they add some kind of paywall added to it now because there are certain 
skins and costumes and stuff that you can win from getting the crowns and you yeah. earn coins. Are they going to transfer that to more of a microtransaction thing? I hope Which not. I don't think they should because it's it's a great it's a great game. It's so much fun. It's so colorful. It's probably it's... for me as well. It is one of them in the top. You know, for twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. I really it, enjoyed it. So. It's one of those games where you don't need to fork out in order to be visually entertained because mm. just the characters themselves, they're funny as anything. They're over the top. You don't need to add a funny hat on top, although some people may like to. I know you buy skins for Fortnite and everything, but in my personal view, you take away the, you know, the special skins of Fortnite, you just have a generic, bland uh, battle royale game. And Fall Guys is, and Fall Guys isn't a battle royale per se. It is and it isn't. It isn't the same type of battle royale where everyone goes in and kill each other. It's like Takeshi Castle or Total Wipeout, elimination type of thing. But you're not like you know killing each other. It just makes it fun with with the whole you know uh, gravity and the mechanics and and the way it works. Oh my god! And, and the uh, fact that you can grab someone, obviously. Hmm? And, and the whole yeet or. Past tense I learned was yachted. Did you know that? I think you'd know that I'd know. No. No. So I, I got informed, obviously, because I'd said obviously uh yeah, to yeet. And Ooh. obviously I was yeeted. And someone went, no correction. It's yachted. It's past tense. I was like, really? Yoted, yes. Yoted so is, that, is that another Plus, is that another is that another correction segment for the show? No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying. I'm just um, so so the, so that so that you know, you can be down with the kids. Um, I'm already down with the kids. I'm here in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that why sounds wrong. Down. I'm down with the kids in my pajamas. Fuck me. Great. I wouldn't add that to the end of the sentence either. Great. Oh. Great. 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 <laughs> great. Great. This great, is great, the great. way it's going. This is I'm always a, I'm a sorry. Child care professional I'm as well. So sorry. Um, all right. It's all right. No, I hope they don't add a paywall. I can see them adding a paywall, but. Am I right in thinking you still have to pay for the game itself, though? Yeah, you still have to yeah. pay for the game. I don't know. I mean, like, it depends. Don't on add health. one then. Uh, when, 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 um, when it comes to Xbox, I'd like to see. Does it go into Game Pass? Will it go into Game Pass? Game Pass. Well, um, I like to think it will because it would be great to join the likes of you with four guys mm-hmm. eventually. Um, I play it. It's great for a single player experience, but if I can like you know play with you and play with uh, like Lou. Uh, and you know, just go through the like the ridiculous design levels, and like you know, possibly grab you whilst there was like the seesaw thing, and like throw you off. That will just give me a right good laugh. Yeah, and, and vice versa. I hope it comes to Games Pass or Games of Gold. Uh, either or, just give it to me for for free. Um, for, yeah, yeah, free. Yeah, give it to me for free. Well, I don't have to pay extra for it. Don't fill it up with microtransactions. Jesus Christ, microtransactions is something which I believe is toxic. Doom Eternal did very well. Jedi Fallen Order has done very well. Paywalls, uh, microtransactions. I don't mind microtransactions as long as it doesn't affect the game itself. If it's just purely cosmetic, fine, fair enough. So be it. So be it. But if it's something like you can pay to get the most ultimate weapon or you can get some sort of perk which makes you more elite than me, get that out of the fucking place with that shit. Mm. Um but if they, if they, as long as they don't bombard it or even add much of stuff of that, that'd be fine. No, I think it's a good thing. It's, it means that, you know, if that, that was a very small indie company, they did amazingly with the marketing. Kudos to them for getting Oliver, age 24, to do it. 
um, I'd seen some of his stuff before. I'd, I'd seen his stuff on YouTube and whatever before. And then when he became the community manager for them, um, it was just hilarious. I think he's got the greatest comedy and responses I've mm -hmm. seen in a long time for a community manager of a game. Um, and that's another thing, actually. That that kind of leads me on to something that's not in here, Tom. So this is what we'll throw. There's we we run, we run, we run with this. Um, with the community managers and stuff like that now, um, this is more of a business thing. Oh fuck! And more about journalism and you know writing reviews and stuff like that. Oh fuck! It's not a bad one. It's not a bad I, one. I, it's I, just I, like I, what I, do I, you I, think? What do you think to the whole? Um, business now because i saw something about it like journalism for gaming um has changed dramatically over the last 15 years so much because now developers publishers have direct interaction and contact with social media with mm -hmm. twitch streamers with you know the, so, the in content general. in gamers in, in general therefore the real thing about what is the news being produced and what do we do as you know a media, as people, outlet? A media outlet how is that how does that affect us and how has that changed because I, I heard from so for me for i heard some some uh I, I read i read an article about it because obviously a journalist was saying that now is more of a time where originally we would be talking about news they said we would talk about news and we were developing we would be giving you information about games coming out. We would be giving you information on games you wouldn't know about because they're still in production. That ceases to exist now because everybody knows what games are coming out. Everybody hears it because the developers and publishers push it to the general public and the consumer. You can't blame before. them. No, you can't blame them at all. But that means that obviously what's happening now is the gaming media and the gaming industry has exponentially exploded over the last 15 years in comparison that, that they have had to start adapting to it. And it's like, how do we adapt to that as a company? I think maybe some people might be interested in that. What do they think of it? Do they think that it's needed? How do you survive in the, in, in the world of journalism? We're not really journalists. We're gamers. We're, See, we're, we're, we're part of the new trend. We, we ju we're just a bunch of people. And I've always said this now, uh, a little bit of the behind the scenes thing right here. Uh, beforehand, I would, I would always be the one handling the emails. I'd be the one going out and signing us up for press listing and everything yep. else. giving Which us press amazingly with. Thank you. Giving us press access and everything. I mean, heck, that's, I'll, I'll admit, I'm pretty sure Stadia won't mind me saying this. That's how I was able to get the Cyberpunk 2077 code. And that's how I was able to get codes in the past. And that's how I was able to get, you know, press releases, news and everything. And you'd be in direct, con I'd be in direct contact with the PR managers themselves, community managers, whatever you want to call them, through email. Um, but we, I've, I've always said that we're not journalists. And I've always said that we're gamers who, who happen to have a website which is now kind of formed into a limited company, thanks to Paul. Um, and for, and nine, not nine times out of 10, but a very good chance they would actually come back to us and they like the ideas of us being gamers. Because I've always said that we don't pander, we don't, we don't, we don't kiss ass. So we, you know, we get more from them. Because if, True. 
which I've always kind of led to believe that journalists themselves, yes, they have to be objective, but I always got this sense of this is their job. This is their livelihood. They're going to have to be good to the hand that feeds them, you know, which is kind of where I was getting at was the fact that obviously beforehand Mm -hmm. us as gamers, you know, or just as the people who are listening, our listeners listening this, um, you know, being gamers, you wouldn't have really, you would have got your information from magazines. You would have bought the latest magazine to see what news, what games are coming out. You would have had a little demo disc. You would have had news, you know, and social media has expanded and we have the, the, the mighty Google um, that you can search whatever you want, whether it's factual and true is another matter on, on Google. Um, you know, so yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's changed. And obviously they would have been more into the, the process of they get paid to advertise and and they get paid to promote and that's all gone now yeah so I mean, it's like fyi we never got paid to promote or to advertise no, or to review ever. ever and and even being registered as a limited company we have made zero mm-hmm. absolutely nothing so um, buy what's on his chest yeah um <laughs> because all of that money would actually it doesn't go to us it would go into the running of the site it goes into the official you know, we, we originally wanted account. to do that wasn't it yeah we've got an official limited so it's all tracked um of course but we no, don't no, make anything. We actually don't make anything. I pay and people, you know, do what they need to. You're a madman for doing that in the first place, by the way. Did you, <laughs> ever, did you even... Ex- okay. When you started BG4G Hub, right? Yeah. When it was you and Elite. Yeah. Uh, did you ever think that you wanted it? Because obviously you wanted it to be a website, but did you ever want it to be a limited company or the possibility of being a media outlet? Um... Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to ask yes. you that question. I just never yeah, okay. so got around to it. I wanted it to be successful. I reckoned I had an idea that it had to be a limited company in order to ensure there wasn't any. So if we started getting an income from subs, from merchandise, from, from only anywhere, and only fans, yeah. Um, if if we started getting money in. If it was coming into my account or it was coming into Elite's account, what you tend to get then is it can't be shared out, or there's always going to be that thing in the back of someone's mind saying, "He's they're getting more than me. They're getting more than me, or they're taking all the money and we're doing all the work." So the whole point was that I originally had this idea that if it was successful and it was big enough and it had an income, we would be a limited company and we'd have an account. And I kind of wanted to get that ball rolling, so that's why I set it up, just so that one the other side was. Even though we're gamers and we're not journalists, you need that professionalism when it's approaching developers and publishers. They will speak to the social media and they publish that out and they give streamers codes. I will that, be, but... I will, I will, sorry, sorry for cutting oh, you up. Okay. Ever since we turned into a limited company and I started emailing them on a more frequent basis and signing us up to the official press pages, adding the limited company uh, has really increased our legitimacy. And people and the developers have started to take us a little bit more seriously because you mm. know if I just say oh we're just a bunch of gamers who happen to have a website they're not going to think they're just going to think ah they're fucking after some codes yeah and we're not but, you know no. we we ask for codes if we if someone specifically asks for one but the idea is asking the PR company so we get the news we know what's going on we can share that with everybody and I think that's my my original question was because journalism has changed we're not journalists we're part of the new era of what I read in the article, which was they're saying people are changing it. 
it's changing and the developers and the publishers going directly to the source so we're also the the beginning part of where it's changing even more yeah and that that come from the whole fact that oliver age 24 uh oliver has been doing the community managing and the amount of push he's done for mediatonic directly has been immense like on twitter like the social media side of things is absolutely immense and so they haven't really needed to advertise anything really to any no, media they didn't. outlets. No, they didn't really. They just had to, well, as you say, make a massive statement through the method that they've chose by having great tweets, for example, uh, on Twitter, which, you know, has many people, many people using the service and everything. And, you know, obviously, I mean, to be honest, with the game itself, all you need to do is just quickly show one trailer and a load of people oh, yeah. instantly, instantly sold. I think it was that I Devolver. Was. was it the Devolver? It was Devolver. Devolver event, which came up, which happened where I first discovered it. And as soon as I saw that, I said to myself, that's a day one purchase for me. Again, though, does that mean that now Devolver has no in, input into it? Or is it that Devolver is still the publisher and Epic are now owning the studio? So therefore, it's Epic as the developer. And Devolver and is a publisher. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the whole, which I was the correction earlier, which is Google Stadia owning. Um, what were they called? I'd need to check. But He's going to have a look Journey at it. The but Savage the people Planet. behind Journey behind Journey of the Sa um, Savage Planet? Journey to Savage Planet. Journey yeah. to the Savage Planet. Or Journey of the Savage Planet. Get uh, yeah, no, it makes good sense. Where does Devolver come into this particular picture? But I suppose it's all Typhoon. Typhoon Studios. Ah, so where does publisher was the publisher was five oh five games. So now and this the, when I looked before it wasn't on there, but it, it's it's uh, last initial update was uh, and a Stadia version on February first, twenty twenty one. So it's only been out for a month. It's still, and then they've got rid of the devs. Great job! I didn't guys. realize that. See, that's another thing as well. Yeah. So Typhoon Studios got bought out. So it now says Typhoon Studios. Stadia Games and Entertainment Typhoon. Um, and then publishers of Stadia Games and Entertainment 505. 505 have released a statement saying nothing to do with us. Hmm. Stadia. But yeah, that, sorry, just on that. That's fine. That's you know what I mean? That's, that's the whole yeah, balance it, project of where, it, where does Epic step in? Did they become the publisher as well? I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. It's something that we can speculate and everything, but at the end of the day, what you and I speculate really doesn't matter the game's successful no doubt about it no matter which platform it comes on to but if it does i suppose probably the best big thing that we do need to kind of like you know speculate which we already have is the possibility of paywall slash microtransactions hmm. which... there's been a splurge hasn't there of where on social media the actual acquisition of studios and publishers are is big news now well i don't i don't see what some of them are like, i'm like well, oh, there was that Ooh. whole thing with, is it Tencent? Not Tencent. Tencent. Yeah, Tencent. Tencent. There was that whole thing with, like, oh, they're going to be the big ones. It's just like, don't shit yourself. If they do, then who cares? The money, the price of the games is still going to be the fucking same. If well, not see, more. This is the thing. It's like Microsoft, obviously. Um, Xbox is an entity of Microsoft, but Microsoft previously got um, taken to court and told not to monopolize the industry. And they were forced to separate the groups because originally Microsoft were buying everybody out. Because mm. you, know, you had the Microsoft phones, you had, oh, you, God, you yeah, had you phones, PCs, laptops, software, 
and and it ended up being that they actually yeah bill gates and everyone was taken to court and it was told they put to court because i think mac obviously apple did the same thing of taking them to court saying they were monopolizing i think the irony of apple doing that now if you think about it um yeah i still so, love apple <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll say it's it. epic epic is is uh, epic's not tencent is it I've got a feeling. I've, I think I meant I heard yeah. it during one of the videos I mentioned when Tencent possibly buying people was a uh... because of the spyware. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're not the overall owner of Epic, but they, but they own have Tencent a... approximately forty-eight point four percent. So they're they're near, they're sh- near enough. Yeah, near Tim enough. Sweeney is still the major shareholder, um, but then yeah, Tencent owns forty percent, so they are the other big shareholders between the two of them so yeah so yeah i just it's, i just i just sorry i just i know i went off no, on a tangent no. there but i was just thinking about where we changed i mean that no, was no, a, this is what the show shop one this anyway. is what this show this is yeah this is what this show has always kind of been it's kind of been something where it's just you me and occasionally when tyrus was and here at the beginning um and if and a guest if we ever do it one day um you know, it's just kind of those things where we have a set of subjects. If we cover them, we cover them. If we don't cover them, then oh well. I enjoy. I don't know about you, and I don't know about the people out there, but I enjoy our conversations. Whether we're talking about Las Vegas, New Vegas, Ten Cent, Epic Games, Fall Guys, Childhood Games, or just a tale from the factory, I enjoy these. I do too. I it's do my too. one bit of socializing outside of the house that I do. <laughs> oh, it's fine. actually it's true for me as well. I haven't really left this flat in, since. Pretty much April last year, I think. No, I, st- I went away for a week. You... Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I remember because you I went, went down. Yeah, I played Stadia. That was it. I played Elder Scrolls because I got the £10 voucher from them. I bought Elder Scrolls for seven ninety eight. We got um, it again for the uh, BG4G Hub Stadia ooh, account. If you nice. want to. If you want to buy another game for 10 quid. Yeah, another Elder Scrolls. Um, and then I played it on the phone, didn't I? And I was like, oh, my God, it plays on the phone. Because I was going to, I was like, oh, just try it, just see. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, it works on the phone. And they never released the information that it, it rolled out further than the Google Pixel 3 or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's the only time I've ever really been out. So, yeah, no, mm. I enjoy these as well. Um, Good. Good. We Is bri- that it? We briefly no. We briefly we briefly spoke last week about the PSVR, the PlayStation VR. Yes, yes, PSVR. And I know this isn't your. This your isn't my ballpark. Bank. I mean, obviously the the PlayStation and the Sony side, um, the VR. So we said that they just released, obviously, that they were doing a new version, the version two. Um, yeah. And instead of instead of the whole um six or seven hundred cables it's got the one cable one cord which i thought yeah. was a bit of a thing considering that we've advanced quite far on on wi- give it, wireless give it give it time so give it time they might never released any designs or anything like that for it uh they did say it's got higher resolution has some upgrades um they have actually said that it comes with a redesigned controller whether that still looks like a glowing dildo we will find out obviously when they actually show the information however they have actually released information about five new games for vr um they say five new games they're not they're saying five games coming to playstation vr um so they've got doom 3 which i know is already available pc base or has been i think there's a fan base one but there is doom 3 um if they've bought the decent 
rights to it, then I'll be a bit unfortunate. But it looks amazing. After the Fall, which is from the um, Arizona Sunshine Group VR um, Vertigo Games, mm-hmm. they've they've come out with a new one, which actually looks quite interesting. It's a zombie runner. Um, it's kind of like Left for Dead meets um, World War Z, but in VR. So that sounds amazing. I expect you to die too, which is a great. I expect you to die is a great little game. Um, it's kind of like an, an escape room. You're a spy. You've got an escape room, and you've got to try and get around everything um, and work out. I remember. I remember seeing bits of the first one. Yeah, the spy and the spy and the liar. It's called. They've got another one here which I don't know about, which I'm having a look. Which is called Fract. Fucked. Fract. Okay, sorry, you cut up then. Yeah, I thought I did. Um, And it looks like it's kind of like an apocalyptic survival (laughs) hunting scavenging game. Another one called Song in the Smoke, which looks all right, but it's Song in the Smoke. Song. It looks like actually, if you look at it, it, you think it says Bong in the Smoke, but it doesn't. It actually says Song in the Smoke. It's an anime influenced multiplayer role playing game funded by Kickstarter last year. Um, Now, after the fall, I know about and that does look good, but that was originally released that it was predicted. Well, it was essentially it's been worked for about two years. We've known about it. It was going to come out in 2020, but they're apparently releasing it summer 2021 and it's coming out on the PS. PlayStation uh, VR, and it's coming out on the PC-based one. So I'm interested to see what that looks like. I've only seen the cinematic. So yeah, I just thought I'd give a bit of an update on the VR. I know. No, of course, of course, no, of course. I mean, I know VR is a very big staple of your gaming experiences now. So it is. Yes, it is. So you know, any have you played any of the ones that are available on the PC right now, or did you have any intention of playing them, or? Yeah, I, I was going to well, out of those ones. I was going to do Doom anyway because there's there's a there's a fan based one that was the original one. So I've done that, and that's really freaky. Um, I, so I just tried that out. Them. So going there in VR in the original Doom, so like the you know the Doom sixty four kind of yeah, the original really original original, original pixel. There's a VR version of the original. Yeah, Doom? it's a like fan made one. 3D. Yeah, yeah. There's a fan made one. Um, there's also got like. Um, Seven Days to Die, I think, is on a VR. There's a VR version. I tried that. to return that, and as the and, and the woman just says, "You can't return a game you don't enjoy." I was like, oh, "Fucking <laughs> yes, I can." <laughs> so, yeah, there's 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 a few people make some fan base ones that you can try out as demos and stuff. But I think, yeah, that's what they're releasing. I'm I like the Doom Three. Um, it looks something, amazing. Yeah, something like that would look in- fucking incredible. They've done some bits on it. It does look very very good. You got me so, more yeah, excited like, for the fan-made original one than the actual. I am, yeah, three. I am. I am, but it's like that. Well, you were really excited for the the golden GoldenEye, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Twenty-five GoldenEye, twenty-five. Another game from my childhood. Um, yeah. So, oh, <sighs> still, you got to enjoy uh, fan-created games. Sometimes you think there's more passion in those than the actual official developers and everything. Sometimes, sometimes I must admit, there's been some really good ones that you're like, ooh, and they end up being like they, they become indie devs themselves. You know what I mean? They become independent developers. God, you gotta love you gotta love the gaming industry, don't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's exponential. Um, like Valheim. If yes, done you that, Valheim. To, you, I've never, I haven't touched this one yet. I mean, it's see, uh, 
I've only seen barely minimalistic amounts of that. And it just kind of seems like one of those survival things. You start from nothing, you build upon that. Hmm. Which, Which I'm not a great fan of. And I, I don't I don't know why. So, like I've said before, I can't stand Ark. I hate Ark. Really just bug me. That I've Ark never played exists. Ark. I've got it installed on my Xbox, and I just want to at least try it. Get rid of that Ark. I want to make a gif of that. <laughs> you can later. Um, yeah, and and uh, Rust, Rust as well. I just like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like. It. It's too multiplayer for me. Um, but I really liked No Man's Sky. Uh, like, that's exactly the same, really, but in a different guise. And Hellheim, and I bought it to try it. So you're a Viking. It is survival. You build up. There's quite a lot of you can have a server and you know people can join you and you can have a group of people that survive. Um, it sold five million copies in its first month. Now think about that for a second. Five million in what thirty days? In thirty days, five or, million. No, copies. hold on. It was first month February? Oh, first month February. Twenty eight days. Yeah. Five Has million really copies. Well. I've tried it. I actually enjoy it. It's quite good. It's not as I haven't got what does it do further in it? You're a Viking. What does it you... do differently from the other ones, though? Um, or doesn't it do anything? Or is it just like the setting itself? It's or... the setting, I think. I mean, it's not great graphics, as in it's very indie-esque graphics. But some people like that, though. And some people do like that. And I, I like, I like the different upgrades on it and whatever. When you're trying to produce yourself a little bit further, it's very massive open world. Um, you can turn the p. I think I the difference is you can turn the PVP off. So mm. one of the things I can't stand with Ark is obviously that's what I said before. One of the reasons I didn't like it was I think like some of the first times I ever played it, I just died instantly, or yeah. I had spent so long setting something up that you know, and then I logged off, come back, and some goober has turned up and you, you know they've advanced to the point where they've see fought the shit out of my place, ripped it of everything I've collected. It's like I spent hours on that, and some knobber has turned up and done it while I've got no way of stopping it, and that really yeah. put me off it. So th that might have changed now, but that kind of tainted it for me. That that tainted the game, so I never really played them. But yeah, Valheim, I'm really enjoying it. The other thing which is really funny, which has come up in the news actually, and I was going to explain this to you because I think you might find it. So there is the Viking space project. Yeah, we sp very briefly spoke about this beforehand mm. and I had absolutely no idea. And I said, just leave it for me so you can tell me and I'll give you my little first thoughts. Okay, so in Valheim, you are a Viking. You start off with nothing and you build yourself up and you start developing skills and you can craft things or whatever. What certain people who are playing it have discovered is obviously there is a certain way of setting up ramps. Yeah in a certain specific way, putting a door in front of it, and then with your friend, developing a kind of a bungee cord and a spear. And the idea is that you you get speared, your friend holds the other end of the bungee cord and runs as far away as possible, and you're held in place by the door. As soon as he gets to a certain point, or as soon as it's stretched to beyond its limit, you open that door and you get catapulted up the ramp as high as possible. So the moment there's the Viking space project is to see who can get a Viking out of the game into space. Now, the thing with the game is that obviously when you do this, it doesn't load quick enough 
the graphics. So eventually you do end up like at certain angles ending up in nothingness because the game's not be able to reload <laughs> the LOD in time for, for it to be. And I just think it's hilarious that wow. people are already playing the game. It's, it's one month of 5 million copies and people are already trying to catapult their characters <laughs> off the planet that they developed on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Another reason why video games are great. You can play, your play style could be just anything. And I've seen can... that someone's also, sorry, I mean, like I've seen no, no. also that someone has used the building technique to build a wooden uh, Millennium Falcon and they live in it. So instead of a heart, they've got the Millennium Falcon. And it looks like it from, say, I mean, obviously it doesn't fly, it's made out of wood, but, and no one had, you don't have flying mechanics because you're a Viking. This is obviously, you know, you build boats is probably as far as you're going to get, you know, to set fire mm-hmm. to someone's corpse. Um, but yeah, that's that's the the whole point of it is the fact that they've actually built Millennium Falcon, and it was like, you think that's great? Look, we're trying to launch ourselves into space. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, man! I mean, why the hell not? I mean, that sounds like something that I think I'd love to try. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, I've got to try it now. I want to do it. So I need to you got to, and it. you got to video it. Yeah, if I can, I will do. I'll go on with. Uh, there's a couple of people who've got it, so hopefully we can get on. I'm going to build a BG4G server, so. We'll have a server. Well, wait for me to get my own little PC at the end of the year, my friend, and then I'll be able to mm-hmm. join. As well as such other games like, I don't know, insert PC exclusives here that I can play with him. Oh, oh, Because it's not no. cross-platform, is it? Is it, it, it cross-platform? I don't even know if Valheim's even on a console. No, no, no. I meant Fall Guys. Oh, Fall Guys. Not. I don't believe so. No, otherwise we would have played it because I played it with Indy. You did when it was brand spanking when it was, new. When it came out, yeah. That sounds like something you and I would have done for our Thursday streams. The Battle Royale is lacked cross-play since August. This means PC players can only play other PC and PlayStation can only play other places. Ah, shame. It's not cross-play. The whole cross-play thing, we need to have a chat about that and fully in-depth. I mean, I just saw the time. 25 minutes left. My God, where does it go when you're talking bollocks, eh? I know, isn't it amazing? I know. Um, you had, I mean, that, that's pretty much me. I'm, I'm, like I said, this week's been a bit. It has. Cool. I mean, the only other like reveal was that I kind of liked was the liked was the new Alien game, Alien Firestorm. Will be. Breaking. I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, Firestorm. What did you think to the trailer? It kind of reminded me a little bit like Colonial Marines. Yeah, I think, not not yeah. necessarily full Colonial Marines vibes because it has Left 4 Dead slash World War Z vibes, but it just seems as if they're trying to like make it more of the actiony. When don't get me wrong, World War Z and Left 4 Dead can be creepy, but it's more action and fun rather than have you on the edge of your seat clenching your buttocks because a xenomorph is going to jump out at you any minute which is what Alien Isolation did, and that's why it worked so well for me, because when I was playing it in the dark, I was literally sweating, and I think I even cried at one point. Um, I wasn't bawling out in tears. I just literally had, like, a tear, because I'm a man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Man, man. There we go. There's possibly a new tagline, the manly show. I have, like, a bodybuilder or some shit. I'm a man. I'm a man. (laughs) 
Oh, anyway, so I think that with this, it's kind of like they made two steps. I saw this quote and I thought it was perfect. Two steps forward with Alien Isolation. Three steps back with this. I would have killed for another Alien Isolation game. True. True. I think Alien Isolation would have been a great game. This one... I'm just trying to... When I look at it, it's kind of... Yeah, it's the... It's the World War Z four player. Even Outriders is the four player. You know, you go and play as as that. The the multiplayer, but with a different skin kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it is more the Colonial Marines. It's that section of obviously landing on a thing that's been completely done. Um, I don't know how they're going to play it because if it's going to be weaponry and, and stuff like that, obviously when you watch the movies and if you know the Alien and stuff like that, the weapons don't work very well with them. Not like, at all. If I if I'm correct in saying, I think only ever like Ripley ever really survives, like in anywhere that she goes. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm interested, but I just think we're getting into that repetitive motion when it comes to some of the games that are coming out. It's a quick cash grab, in my view. It's mm. not a quick cash grab. It's a quick solution for a brand new title. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't and... know why that's coming out. Have we got any undertones of any movies or whatever? Because, for instance. Why is the Xenomorph being the most... I understand, like, when Predator came out, um, when they were redoing, like, the, the Predator game came out, yeah. Um, then there was suddenly a bit more following. But when it comes to the m- movies and stuff, usually there's something something underlying brewing. somewhere brewing because, well, the Xenomorph has turned up in Fortnite, Ripley and Xenomorph, and now we've got the release. And it, it could be that. It could be just... That's been dumped in in order to lead into the fact that we're getting a new could be, alien could be, game. Could, yeah, marketing again. It could be, but I don't know. I think I think fans of the games of the Alien uh, would appreciate more of an Alien Isolation 2. Maybe well, it doesn't have to be a direct sequel, but with the whole creepy horror it just makes sense to go down that path than this one because mm. as you said before guns don't work in the films and in alien isolation they don't work on the xenomorph as well only fire does vaguely but it doesn't kill them no doesn't so kill. i'm kind of like I, i'm i'm interested to see more i did like the kind of trailer for it but i was kind well, of like good but that's the same. The same. I was the same with when Outriders was being advertised. I was kind of like, it's another one of them multiplayers. We've already got Division. We've already got Division Two. We've already got Left 4 Dead. We've already got World War Z. You know, the four player, four be four going against a horde kind of thing. And this looks very similar. Um, and I, I mean, I, I, I'll see. I'll see. It's just one of those things where it's a bit like I can see a trend happening here. You know, mm, that's what just, I mean. It gets that whole like, battle royales blew up and became enormous for everybody, and everyone does a battle royale, and battle royale got thrown into everything. Just, and now we've got obviously the four player horde mm. mode, and you know whatever. I enjoy them. Don't get me wrong, I do enjoy them. I just yeah. think sometimes it'd be good. We need some fresh. We need something fresh. But what is that? Who knows? Who knows? And speaking of fresh. This is what I mean about why Sims 4 is no longer on my top 100 uh, list. If you don't mind me going into that, by the way, Paul. Go for it. Cool. Right. Okay. Speaking of fresh, Sims 4, it's been out since, I want to say 2014. Good few years. 
and there have been multiple expansion packs for it. I love Sims 4. There's no doubt about it. I think with the way that they're playing on emotions now, I think is very smart. However, what is not very smart is the way that they are now delivering their expansion packs or DLC packs. Before I continue, have you ever played? Have you played Sims 4? Have you what, know much about Sims 4 or Sims in general? I literally, I used to play Sims a bit when the mm. first ones, like, and I, I loved your regs to Rich's series as well. Loved I know. it. It was I great. Um, I, wish and, I didn't delete and it. My, you know, my sister used to play Sims all the time as well. She loved it. Um, Sims 4, I've only ever downloaded from, from I think it was EA and then Games Pass, um, just to get one of those achievements. And so yeah. I got him to wet himself over three days or whatever. And the only way I did that was to remove all the sinks, all the toilets from his house and just speed it up. Um, my character, I made him piss himself. So apparently he had to piss himself in public three times. So I kept Game on putting him gold. out in the corner. Yep. Got the achievement, switch it off. If you look at my tag, if you look at my games or whatever, I think it says like, you know, Sims 4, and it says one out of however many. Mm. Uh, it's like 10, 10, 10 gamer score and one achievement achieved. Yeah. That was literally it. Get him to wet himself in public three times over three days. Um, so, yeah, that's all. I, that's the only interaction now I've had with Sims 4. <laughs> well, Sims itself is a genre that you have to like the genre in order for you to enjoy it it's like me it's like management simulators that's why i love planet coaster and planet zoo fyi they're on that list um which i think was a given yeah. um yeah anyway so sims 4 they yesterday i didn't realize this until earlier on today and it just really not t- it, t- it kind of ticked me off because the expansion packs and they have game packs expansion packs stuff packs there's probably another pack where it's literally all different levels, different price ranges. There's like a £10 where you get a few extra stuff, like like rom- uh, romantic garden stuff. You get like a, a flower arrangements. You get these types of furnitures and you get a few new clothes. That's like the stuff pack. We get stuff for your Sims and for the home. And then you go to expansion packs is where they give you a brand new core mechanic. Like, for example, uh, uh, Get Famous, where you, have, where you now can actually go to the go to an acting career, go and actually in, do the jobs of an actor, try and build up on your acting skills, see your social media. It's a load that they can do. When an expansion pack comes out, most of the time it hits very well. Then there are other times where it kind of falls flat, kind of like Mount Rushmore or Snowy Escape. I like it. I like the saying of, of going into a Mount Komorebi or in Japan, but it just kind of falls flat compared to the other expansion packs. Anyway, I'm not ranting about the current ones now. The ones that I found out yesterday, today was that yesterday they announced a brand new section called kits. And in these kit packs, there are currently three available for five pounds each. And you get approximately, I want to say about six items. There are three kit packs. One of them is retro fitness, where you get a bunch of 1990s clothing for male, female, and children. And they're practically the same thing. is just shaped differently. So like the female, you can have like more of a cleavage on show compared to the male. And the and okay, yeah, I see it. I can see the appeal because it's, oh, look, it's funny. It's, it's retro. It's cheesy. It's, 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 it's not stylish nowadays terms. But you pay five pounds for a bunch of clothes, which is just going to get ignored. Something like clothes, which something for clothes, for the amount of clothes you're putting in, five pounds, I think is a rip. 
And judging from the video I saw, about 4,000 thumbs up, 5,000 thumbs down, which I know is only a 1,000 difference, but still, the, when you got a higher number of thumbs down compared to thumbs up, it's not good. So why the hell would you spend five pounds on a bunch of clothes which you know you're only going to use once for a gimmick? Well, first time around, not, you know, st stupid. Two pounds or even, no, free, in my view, that should be free. One of the free updates. Second one is countryside kitchens. No, don't get me wrong. It looks nice. If I have to look at it objectively as the items themselves, they do look nice. And if you have the country-esque or countryside looking home, it will fit perfectly. But the problem is now is that you've already got counters, uh, ovens, fridges, and windows, and all the other items that are there, which kind of creates the country home aesthetic already. Why would someone like a simmer like myself or Heather who loves the country style look, why should she fork out an extra five quid when she can get a similar feel of the kitchen from all the stuff that's already installed? And that's from the base game, not from the other expansion packs we've bought. Absolutely stupid. Five pounds for something which you can get the same feel. Oh, sorry. No, you can actually get a new bucket where you can change the design of the bucket, but inside the bucket, you can go from oranges to potatoes to apples. Five pounds for something stupid as that. It just doesn't make sense. And then for the third one is, oh, bust the dust, right? And essentially, they're marketing this kit one as a brand new gameplay mechanic. Great. We like new mechanics. I don't just want normal stuff, stuff packs. Literally. The new gameplay mechanic, vacuuming, dusting. I'm a boring fucker, right? And I enjoy doing the laundry on Sims 4. But fucking vacuuming and polishing? <laughs> Considering I've, I'm a bigger fan. I'm not a bigger fan. I do love the PC ports of The Sims. I love them all. I can't really speak much on The Sims 2. That's more Heather's forte. But... For The Sims 2 on the PlayStation 2 version, a fucking vacuum's already in the damn game. Why the hell have you got to... It's kind of like the whole pools thing. They Initially, when that game came out, there was no pools. You would have to wait in order to buy it separately. Mass... Sorry, my bloody sleeve was caught under the arm of my chair. That mad. The chair is trying to hold me down from throwing something. Why the hell would you have something so simple, so essential to, oh, I don't know, enhance the sim, which in case you don't know, sim is short for simulator, and the sims is a life simulator. Why would you have something so simple held behind a fucking paywall? This late in the fucking game is game's life as well. It's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely stupid. You get to dust, you get to vacuum. Great. But do you know what the other thing is which kind of selling you on this? Go for if it. You're, if, you're, if your home gets so dusty, you get dust bunnies, which is little bunnies, like a rabbit, made of dust. And you can ask the dust bunny to, to, to go find me some treasure. You can name your dust bunny. But if you have the dust bunnies running around your dusty home and you don't have the, the filthy, grimy, lazy trait, for example, and you have the clean freak, those dust bunnies are just going to make your sim pissed off because Sims 4 is focusing on emotions. So is that kind of forcing you that you need to buy this? Do you Fuck need no. to buy it? No, or you does don't it come need... with that update? 
No, it doesn't. No. Funny thing, or is that in the game now? And if you don't, no, 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 that five pound thing, you can't clean it up. And no, 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 no. The dust bunnies comes with the expansion. That's one of the reasons you should buy it, so you can piss off your clean, freaky sim. Really? Yeah, it's a stupid. Consider there on the audio. You should have seen the fire in his eyes. I mean, this guy is is completely wound up so much so it's come off of his top 100 games uh, yeah with these and as he's saying well you know as long as it doesn't you know affect the game um then 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 fine but you know so you you're you're annoyed at uh, you're annoyed at the the props does it affect you not having them no it doesn't affect me not having them but it's you're just disgusted at the... i'm disgusted in it because as well and i'll be quick before i finish this up and we finish up the whole show because this is the last subject take this one off by the way right they actually sent out a survey a few months back which i spoke with heather about and i was like oh my god this survey has got so many great ideas which i thought was brilliant they even got a disability i think they even suggested a disability expansion pack which is like you know instead of stairs you have ramps very great play to the ex- inclusive uh, audience out there wheelchairs crutches be more inclusive, prosthetic arms, but still in working form. Fantastic. Another one is um, Murder Mystery in a Mansion, kind of like Knives Out, the Amazon Prime uh, exclusive film. Great film. Watch it if you got Amazon Prime. If not, stream it somewhere. Brilliant. We do a murder mystery. I think that's fantastic. And the other one, which I was killing for, is a mall slash shopping center. And then you give me dust bunnies, a kitchen, which I can easily recreate with all the base game items and some fucking god awful ugly clothing for five pound each, five, 10, 15. I can spend 15 pounds on something a lot more useful. I could buy 15 cans of energy drink if I wanted to for 15 pounds. I don't think you need it. (laughs) You just have to think about the three expansion packs and you're off. I know. Dust bunnies and and everything. It's just stupid, man. And you know people are going to buy this. And just, just, this is the wrong direction, EA. Please work on Sims 5 or work on a console exclusive game for Sims. That's another rant for another day. Another one of my childhood favorites. Sims busting out and Sims 2, Sims 2 Castaway, Sims 2 Pets on the PlayStation 2, as well as the original Sims on the PlayStation 2. Phenomenal. Anyway, that's me done for my rant. And that's rent over. I think that with that, are we done? Or is that I think we are. I think we are. I think we 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 end on that crescendo. Yes. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. Uh watching the highlight of me ranting. That's gonna have to go on. It's gonna have to go on. It's gonna have to go on. Um next week, if I remember, I will give you my thoughts on the outriders demo we'll download that asap yes do and um i i'm not 100 sure i need to double check i think it's crossplay. so if you do get it we might be able to play together Ooh. goody goody gumdrops i'll double check we'll double yeah. check yeah, yeah. Um, not confirmed so i don't have to do another correction of south ward next fucking week still uh yeah no thank you ever so much for listening to the podcast on the audio version thank you for watching the highlights of me ranting uh make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at BG40Hub at TWild995 at Mass Mayhem UK. Of course, www.bg40hub.com. I think I've already done that one. I'm kind of riding mm-hmm. off of, I'm kind of riding off of a high after that massive rant. Shout out to our fellow um G-U-G. over at GUG. Yes. Gamers United Guild. 
Um, find them if you need to. Just search them on Twitter under hashtag support and be supported. And of course, on our highlights section in the description is a link to all their YouTube channels and else and whatnots. So, Fantastic. So mm -hmm. I think we called it a night. Thanks to all the Dust Bunnies for uh, joining us to listen to this and to see this. And um, mm -hmm. I hope you have a pleasant evening or day, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing. Don't forget to vacuum and wear your yeah. retro clothing. In your country kitchen. <laughs> oh. thank you ever so much and we will see you for next week which will be episode 10 we made it to double Ooh, digits we made it to 10 yay oh god <laughs> anyway bye bye everybody toodles <laughs> <laughs>